Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series, the number one podcast for brain injury and concussion resources. I am Amy Zellmer, founder of FacesofTBI.com and your host. Today, I will be chatting with Sean Enton about Paralysis to Purpose, a Stroke Hacker's Story. This episode is brought to you by Integrated Brain Centers, located in Denver, Colorado, Dr. Shane Stedman and Perry Maynard are experts in functional neurology and treat complex concussion cases from around the country. With over 20 years of combined experience, they are leaders in helping patients who are suffering from post-concussion symptoms, including dizziness, vertigo, headaches, dysautonomia, and more. For your free consultation, you can find them online at integratedbraincenters.com. Hello, I am Amy Zellmer, and you're listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not know who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I am a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Good Men Project, and author of Life with a Traumatic Brain Injury, Finding the Road Back to Normal, available on Amazon. Additionally, I am editor-in-chief of the Brain Health Magazine, and you can get a free digital subscription, brainhealthmagazine.com. You can learn more about me and the podcast at facesoftbi.com, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. And I invite you to join my private Facebook group, Amy's TBI Tribe, to connect with other survivors, caregivers, and loved ones. Today, my guest is Sean Enton. After graduating from the University of Southern California, Sean successfully built two large businesses and public company. He also found himself in the mixed martial arts world and became one of the first fight managers. However, Sean's fast-paced lifestyle took a toll on him, and in 2011, he suffered a massive stroke. He was left with a long road to recovery, but he never gave up. He believed in himself and worked tirelessly day and night to get back on his feet. Sean's journey has inspired him to launch Stroke Hacker, a programming community aimed at helping stroke survivors and individuals with traumatic brain injury. Sean provides one-on-one coaching, encouraging survivors to face new challenges in their lives, and helping them plan a recovery roadmap. Welcome to the podcast, Sean. So happy to have you here today. I love you. That's awesome. <laughs> You're fabulous. I don't even know you, but I love you already, and thank you for having me. I'm just, I'm just a ball of joy right now. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank that's you. so sweet. Um, so Sean, so we heard in your little bio, you had a massive stroke, but, um, take us back to that day. Like, do you remember having the stroke? Do you not remember any of it? Like what, what is that day like to you now? Yeah, I remember everything. I was, um, well, it's, it's interesting. Amy. I was, I was training with, uh, the Navy SEALs in San Diego. I'm not a Navy SEAL myself. I'm just a civilian. And I felt, you know, I've always loved the world of jiu-jitsu, of grappling, you know, anything combative sports. And just so I call it a stroke of luck, one day I got caught in a chokehold, and unbeknownst to me, six weeks post, 
um, my carotid artery in the right side of my neck got dissected and started sending clots up to my brain. We didn't know mm. what it was for quite some time. And Black Friday 2011 is when, I had, is when they rushed me to one hospital, San Luis Obispo, which is, which is central California. They couldn't do anything for me there. So then they called in the stroke center um, on Black Friday at, at Cottage Hospital in Santa Barbara, where there happened to be a, um, a neurosurgeon in the ER. Because on Black Friday, all the doctors are gone. As you can imagine, everyone's on vacation. There's no one around to help anybody. Mm-hmm. They, they've all right. disappeared. So this gentleman um, sent his helicopter, this doctor sent his helicopter up to get me, medevac me down to his hospital, ran a series, a battery of tests, and realized what was going on. And through a series of events, he, he threw a, a, a catheter up my groin and put a shunt in my carotid artery, um, looped it all the way around, and put a shunt in there to prevent any more clots from going to my brain. The problem is when, when you have a stroke, um, you, you literally have like a few hours to get what's called the declotting, you know, yes. the declotting agent or, or the clot buster. I was yeah. weeks post. So because right. I was in great shape, I was staying alive. And he tried to put me on ice. He tried everything he could to do what he could to me. And I kept coming in and out of consciousness. And, and lo and behold, within, within a couple of days, my brain was swelling so bad that um, he threw me into, uh, he induced me into a coma for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And in the coma, I, I started to fail as well. My brain started to give out. And he performed what's wow. called a craniectomy, which, which means he had to take the piece of the skull off my head. And I woke up. And I went to scratch my I went to scratch my abdomen, and my dad was next to me. He was a former uh, doctor, and said, "Don't you know? Don't touch your tummy. Your skull's in your stomach. Your, your skull's in your abdomen." And, and I'm I'm trying to talk to him, saying, "My brains are in my belly. I don't understand what's going on." <laughs> so literally, right. I didn't really get what was happening because I was paralyzed, and then my brain was just trying to function. I had massive aphasia. I was literally blind in my left eye. Nothing was working. No, no, no. No, no bladder control, nothing. Everything was just turned off. And here I was in the peak shape of my life, training with the Navy SEALs, getting actually ready to do a Tough Mudder or what I'd call like an Iron Man or one of those. And I was faced with a battle that, 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 uh, that I had to make my comeback with. Wow. And, Sean, how old were you at the time? I was just turning – I just turned 40. I was 39, turning 40. Wow. Yeah, so super young. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I, like I just met – several people. Um, I was just recently in Ohio and met two women. One was 36, one was 48 when they had their stroke. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's like, people think it's an, a senior citizen problem. Right. Oh Um, yeah. And the reality is it it can, it happens to kids. I have met young children that have had strokes. So I mean, it literally can happen to anyone. It's one out of every four people right now. One out of every four people. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yes. 25% of our population is or going to have a stroke. And it's just, wow. it's sad, but it's just, it's just the reality of it. So, Sean, tell us a little bit about your, like, acute phase. So you were in an induced coma for a while. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you came out of that, um, I actually never knew they put it, the skull in, a be- in your belly. Um, yeah, the they usually I've put it on ice. That. They, yeah. They, yeah, they usually put it on ice and they put it back. So I had my skull off my head probably for about probably for about three to four days and they put it back on. And, um, wow. you know, I was at that time, my daughters were four years old and 18 months and I was very much a hands-on father. At that time, I was married. We lived in San Diego. I lived right by SeaWorld. We lived right by the beach. So I was very much 
one child on my chest, one child on my shoulders, and I was super dad. I love being, being a father. Now my kids are 16 and 13. Different story now. Of course, they've grown up. But, yeah, it's, it was a very interesting ride because I went from inpatient ICU, transferred back down to San Diego where I, where I went to prosecute rehab where I was inpatient probably, probably for about probably for about eight weeks and then back to home health and then back to outpatient community reentry. So I kind of learned how to navigate. And, and the thing is, though, back then, I mean, no one, knew, no one had a playbook for me. No one could yeah. tell me what I was doing. No one could tell my caregivers, my, my wife at the time, my, 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 my dad was a doctor. He didn't even know. No one, no one really had, had the methodology or the protocol to say, hey, here's what's going to happen. And, and, and along, along the way with brain injuries and traumatic brain injuries, survivors and strokes, we, we always, you know, I would love, so what I've done, so in the, the course of that, I, you know, I spent the better half of the last 10 years really understanding how the body and the mechanics of the body work. So I became essentially a biohacker or a neural hacker because mm-hmm. I, I, I had to get my body to peak performance and really understand how the body works. Because according to science, I shouldn't be driving, I shouldn't be talking, I shouldn't be walking. 50% mm-hmm. of my brain, you know, uh, the right side of my brain, part of it, there's like three large infarctions which say I'm dead. Amy, I'm not dead. I'm more alive now than I've ever been. This stroke is a blessing because I, I, I was taught, I learned empathy, I learned compassion, I learned kindness because before yeah. that life before the stroke didn't, didn't really serve me. Yeah. And, I mean, it's such a common story, too, that I hear that, you know, you might go from acute care to, like, inpatient care for, uh, you know, a couple weeks, couple mm-hmm. months, depending on the injury. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you get to go home now. And they're like, and do what? And, and that, <laughs> exactly. Like, and, and, now, and now WTF, w, WTF yeah. it's like, what yes. the H is going to happen to me now? And, you know, I was into, like yourself, I was into yoga. I was into martial arts. I was into running. I was very athletic, very in, in nature, outdoors. You know, and here I am being told at the age of 39, you're paralyzed, and I would not have it. I just didn't accept it. And to this day now, I see, I see remarkable movements on my left side every day. Even though my left, my left fingers don't work as well and my left ankle doesn't work, I still walk. I've done five kids. I've done 10 Ks. Mm-hmm. I drive, and I'm out and about. And what I, what I really want to instill is just the belief system. Most people lose belief. Most yes. people don't know how to get up and get going. And what I tell everybody is that if you don't believe in this, if you don't believe in me or you don't believe in Amy, then, then, then just walk away from me. Cause whatever you're about to do, whatever supplement you're about to take, whatever you think you're going to practice, even with yoga, um, you got to walk in that yoga studio believing that this is going to help you and it's going to heal you. If, if you. if you lose the belief, which so many of us do, it's, it, it's tough. It really, it's a tough battle to come back. Mm-hmm. And most people like us just don't, don't know where to go. Yeah. And, you know, I, I talk about that a lot. Like, you know, I get in the very beginning, you are probably, it's, it's common to have like a victim mentality. Why did this happen to oh, me? This yes. sucks. And, and that's completely natural. But mm-hmm. there's a point that you reach where you have to learn to get over that. And exactly. your mindset into, okay, this happened to me. Now, what do I need to do? And right. Bingo. If, yep. if you continue, this sucks. I'm never going to get better. You're mm. never going to get better. You can't get right. better if that's your attitude. You have to like shift to an attitude that, 
okay, I don't know how I'm going to get better, but I know I'm going to. And, and that was my story. And, like, I turned to yoga. Yoga is what helped me yeah. um, for, like, yeah. the first couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. We all have to find our thing. Um, right. If we don't, we're not going to get better. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then what I found by doing is I found um, – I found being, you know, you know, it's not about why me, it's, it's about who's next. How can I be a contribution? Mm, how can I yeah. step out of my own way and how can I give back? And that's what I started doing. And then I get results. You know, I became, I became a coach, you know, a, a, not just a life coach. I know that, that word is used all the time, but I really became a coach for trauma survivors. And, and you know, mm-hmm. my community is just, these people are just remarkable. You know, I've, I've worked with people from 18 all the way up to 74. And the results I get are just amazing because it's really that mindset you said it best. It's about, okay, let's get, let, let's get away from playing the victim. Let's go from victim to victor. Let's go from trauma to triumph yeah. right now. And, and, and I need, and, and a lot of times, you know, what I've done is even through the course I built, the Show Capital Recovery System, is really about taking people on their mindset and, and showing them how to come back. Because my whole goal is to get people becoming independent again. Because so for so long, we've become dependent on others. And I've watched this crush families. Yeah. People don't know. People don't know how to become caregivers or you know care partners, and the loved ones suffer as much as the survivors because they feel yeah. helpless. So that's where I target. I, I target the caregivers because they, if they're taken care of, then then my client or that survivor is going to do so much better. Mhm. Yeah, and I think you know, unfortunately, I think for the caregivers, they're not given any direction you know nothing. it's like, like the doctor send you home and it's like well mm-hmm. but now what oh nothing you're done right. he's alive yeah. good luck and, and exactly it, yeah it, it it's like but there's got and and like we know now that there's rehabs mm-hmm. out there that can help us but they're not we're right. not told that we're not given that right. we have to find it on our own right a lot of it, you have to be your, your own advocate for it. You have, to, you have to go out there. And that's what I want to do. I want to make people's lives easier. I want to give them, a, you know, hey, here's what we got to do next. You know, because people, I didn't know what an OT was, occupational therapist or speech therapist. Mm-hmm. I had massive aphasia. You know, I, I had physical therapy. I had OTs. I had kinesiologists. And then along the way, I met, I met chiropractors. I met MDs. And I kind of put my own system together. I used both, I used both Western medicine and Eastern medicine philosophy and, and I made my own system. And I love it, you know, because, because I, I, you know, I, I've told my, my doctors, you know, meditation and breath work and yoga is great. And they scratch their heads looking at me like, why do you do that? <laughs> I'm like, because it helps, it helps the nervous system. It helps the parasympathetic nervous system. It really, there's, there's products out there and, and there's technologies, like, kind of like, you know, um, that really can help to slow people down and get into a flow. It's kind of like a yoga. It, it, you find your flow in your life and then it's perfect. Well, and it, it's just frustrating, you know, like talking about yoga and how it can help our parasympathetic system. There's yes. science. There's research. It's exactly. Exactly. And it's like exactly. they scratch their head at it and don't believe it. Right. Um, and, like, I mean, breath work. Like, yes. that's been around forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not yeah, a new I mean, science. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And and the people, right. And the people say, how do you do it? I said, well, why don't you take a a breath and that's free inhale, hold for seven, exhale for seven, and then keep repeating it. And as as you start doing it, 
and then there's Wim Hop out there. There's all these different breath techniques that I show people that, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert in breath work. I do what I do. I give them my own videos to look at, but it's so easy. But again, people just don't know about it. And it's like, you know, there's yoga that you can do at home, even if you're, even if you're, you know, partially paralyzed like myself, there's ways to do a lot of stuff. There's ways to incorporate what it is to make it adaptive and accessible for you right now. And that's what I, that's what I bring to the people. It's like I bring people hope, similar to what you do, Amy. I love what you do because you're telling people, hey, get off your ass and let's go. Same thing as what, what I do, but we got to help them. To, to st- I, I, we help people stand in their power. And that's really what yes. I admire so much about who you are because it's fascinating. Yeah, thank you. And, yeah, stand in our power. And, you know, it is frustrating that we do have to be our own advocate. It's like we should mm-hmm. we shouldn't mm-hmm. have to be, right? Like yeah, but yeah, but be like a manual right. out there, right? Well, like that's, the what I, that's what I that's that's what I created. I created the manual for this, and and mm-hmm. to me, when I look at it, you know, when I give it to people and they and they get and they get through my curriculum, they're like, wow, thank you, this makes sense. I said, of course, it's my pleasure because. Because I really want to give them the information I've been through for 10 years. You know, I've been, you know, I'm now on 11 years out or 12 years out. I, I miss, I, I stopped, I stopped counting because it's, it, it, you know, to me. But every day I, I, I'm, gra- I'm in gratitude. Every day I'm, I'm in love. Every day I'm like, wow, this is cool. Yeah, you know, I can figure this out. I can do this. I can do that. It's like learning to drive. People say, oh, what do I do? One of my techniques, which is kind of funny, because most people don't know their left from their right after a brain injury. I tell I tell people to get into a golf cart, and they and they look at me like, really? I said, yeah. Learn to drive in a golf cart first. On a golf cart, you can't hurt anybody, and then slowly move, and then slowly adapt to the car because everybody wants to drive or everybody wants to do something so quick. And I say, just take your time. It's a pace. It's a flow. Ease into this, and as you slowly take them through it, you know, because because going back to back to your comment earlier. The doctors saved my life, and they're wonderful. They are fabulous. I love, I love all my surgeons, the nurses, you know, all the therapists have been around. But the problem is once you leave the hospital, the system failed me. So I had to go out there and create my own system. And it's, it's no one's fault. Yeah. It just is what it is because some people fall through the cracks, you know, and the food you eat, the, the things you drink, the things you breathe, you know, whatever you're doing, there's easy ways to make small changes to adapt to make big games. And that's just how I, how I maneuver. And I teach people yeah. how to love themselves. Because if you love yeah. yourself, you can then love every, you, you can then, you can then learn to love people around you and then you're going to get better based on love. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you can't love others until you love yourself first. So, mm-hmm. um, Super, Absolutely. super important and powerful. Yes. Yes. So where and, would you and, say, so, so you're now, I'm trying to do math, 12 years out from your I'm, recovery? I'm, I'm now 51. I'm now 51. Yeah. I'm now 51. Well, yeah. So you're, 12 you're years. 12 years? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I am. So where would you say you are now? Like, you know, where are I am, you? And, I'm... I'm, I'm fabulous. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I have some, I, I have some deficits on my left side, but you know what? 
who cares? I, I get through it. You know, people don't judge me. You know, I walk with a slight limp. I may not be able to use my left fingers perfectly, but I can tell you something. My superpowers are exchanged. Just, just because my left side may not work, I, I can feel and do other things that most people can't. It's like I have friends of mine who are blind who climb the Mount Everest. He's legally blind, and he can feel the vibration of the mountain and the weather because he is, one of his senses has gone down. So just because you lose something, your yeah. other part of your brain is going to activate, and you're going to feel other stuff. And, you know, I've, I've got a client who is legally blind, and I said, you don't need your eyes to see. In the very beginning, he was like, what do you mean? I said, we're going to free that mind of yours, and you're going to see better than you ever have. And now he's, mm-hmm. now he's doing great. You know, it's like people, you know, paralyzed or whatever, or, or people who want to take their first – I help people take their first steps back to wherever they want to be, just like, what, you know, what you're doing. And as I tell people, it's, it's like – I, the brain injury, the, the TBI, the stroke, the, whatever you're going through, we'll get you, we'll get you there. You've got to believe in it. You've got to keep pushing forward every day. And the more you sit in uncertainty and self-doubt, the less of a gain you're going to make. Yeah. And, that's, and that's when we come and make those small shifts and bam. I've seen, I've seen miracles. And I'm, I just want to keep creating miracles for people because that's what makes me happy. Now I know, what, now I know I was part of God's plan like you're a part of God's plan. It's like here's what we're doing now. You fell on ice. I got choked out. It's the same thing. You know, it, it, it really is. And, and then how do, we, how do we give back? This podcast is about giving back and touching so many people, not just the survivors, but the caregivers and the loved ones and the families. Because we're showing people how to get up and just get going again. So going back to 2011, um, yeah. do they feel that your your jujitsu, do they feel like that had a bearing on your carotid artery or do they suspect that your carotid artery was already compromised? Um, great question. Right now, as it stands, after being on all these different platforms from CNN to Fox to ABC, uh, throwing at the first pitch for multiple uh, uh, professional baseball teams, I was choked out. I think the choke caused the carotid artery to be to, to be dissected to to, to be mm-hmm. severed, and um, I love this sport. I love jujitsu. My friends still practice. I'm you know there's moments of time where, where where I try to get back on the mat myself, but it could happen to a- anybody. I mean, it could you know yeah. it, anything can happen at any given time. You fell on ice. I mean you yeah. know right. you know it's it's like people walk on ice and drive on ice all the time. It's like people say to me, "Are you angry with the sport?" I said, "No, I love this sport. Sport to me." Yeah. Yeah. Is my religion. I still, I, I, can't, I don't do it every day, but there'll be a moment in time where, where I'll get back out there and I'll practice again when I'm ready. But yeah, it's definitely, was it from that? I would, yes, I, I would say so for, uh, for sure. I, I have a good friend um, who dissected her carotid doing yoga. She, oh, yeah. She did sure. not stroke out it, it, because mm-hmm. I guess your carotid has layers. And so she mm-hmm. tore the outer layers. Um, yeah. So now it is compromised and she has to be more careful. But she mm-hmm. was doing a twist and turning her head. And she feels she yeah. probably turned her head too far. Right. And, right. you know, um, I heard a statistic a long time ago about one of the most, I don't want to say common ways because it's not common, but one of the, the ways um, – is at the hair salon getting your hair washed in the sink because yeah, you're tipping your neck exact, back. 
Exactly. I can explain why. So it mostly happens with older women who are not in yeah. great shape, who yeah. don't elongate their neck. It's already compromised. Yeah. And, and that's why people say to me, I, I love chiropractors. People look at me and they're like, you still get adjusted? I said, all the time because they align my yep. spine. They, they align my soul. They're amazing people. They actually put, they, they actually put their hands on me and manipulate yeah. my body so I can – they help me with yeah. my gait, my foot, my hip, everything. Most doctors, most people think, oh, my gosh, you're going to a chiropractor. Aren't they going to hurt you? No, they're helping yeah. me. It's such a misconception. You have a, you have a better is. chance of going to get your hair – you have a better chance of getting your hair washed yes. at a hair salon than going to a chiropractor. Yep. And that's, that's how I know that yeah. statistic. My, my ex-husband was a chiropractor because um, oh, okay. yeah, he, exactly. he, would, he would hear that all the time, like, oh, oh yeah, can, oh, yeah. you can make people stroke out. And he's like, it's so incredibly rare. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yes, it can mm-hmm. happen, but it, mm-hmm. it's going to happen – with someone who either doesn't know they already have a compromised uh, carotid or, you know, yeah. an elderly person, in which case you don't really adjust exactly. elderly people's necks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's frustrating. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, but I, I, I will say the biggest thing for people, what they don't do enough of is enough deep tissue and body massage. Yeah. I mean, that to me has been a huge help for that me. That was a game changer. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then a lot of people do so much, you know, work themselves out, you know, and, and strive to hit goals or run marathons or do whatever or box or do jujitsu. But people don't sit and like, and the way I look at yoga, it's massaging the soul. But someone actually needs mm-hmm. to put your hands on you. And, you know, and that's why I work closely with Therabody. The founder of Therabody is Dr. Jason Verslein, who's actually a chiropractor. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Theragun, but it's a vibrating percussor. Oh, yeah. Which you, can, yep. you, you can put it. Yeah. So, so I work closely with him and Theragun because I love, I love his products. And he's a chiropractor. And, and we have these conversations all the time. And, you know, it, it's like people have to realize, you know, even not just the survivor, but the caregivers need to take care of themselves. Because what happens yeah. is the caregivers get in chaos. You know, they get in chaos and they get depressed. So I come in and I, and I really turn around the whole family. And, and, and I focus my attention helping everybody around that survivor because nobody know in that, in that family, no one knows what to do next. And it's like the first thing I say to that caregiver is, when's the last time you did yoga? When's the last time you, 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 went, you went and got your hair done? When's the last time you, you took care of yourself? Whatever that is, if it's a female I'm talking to or a male or went for a jog. Or, you know, because I tell people, don't stop your life for somebody else. Take care of you. As you take care of you, you're going to help someone else out. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean, this has been such a great conversation. Um, I want to make sure we have time to mention uh, your website. Uh, which of course. I have a link in the show notes, and it's strokehackers.com, correct? No, 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 it's strokehacker. No, there's no S. It's strokehacker.com. No S, gotcha. no yeah. And, and what, I'd love to, what I'd love to do for your show is I'd love to give away 20 free, um, 20 free of my courses. It's called the Stroke Hacker Recovery System. But it's really, it's, it's a four-hour, it's a four-hour, you know, most people do it over like three to six weeks. It's, it, it's I come live to you. I, I, I spent the last year recording this, this series of shows. I walk them through step-by-step. Step. Once they have a brain injury or a stroke, how to navigate those waters. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to offer to you in the first 20, you know, 20 or so, um, of your of your community of a, a free course, the digital course. So I'd be happy to make that work for you on that level. Awesome, that's wonderful. Yeah, 
So I do have the show the the link in the show notes. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can go to the show notes and find the clickable link. Um, and Sean, so before we wrap up, what are your final, you know, parting words of wisdom for our listeners today? Well, okay. So my mantra is, is I can, I shall, I will. And I created that way back in the day and people have actually taken that mantra and have tattooed themselves with it. So I believe if, if you can get yourself into a place and believe and really let go and surrender to where you're at, you're going to be just fine. You know, and just because right now it's not in your hands, it, it, it's let, let it go, believe in yourself, believe in the person who's working with you, believe in Amy, believe in me, find people who've been through, who are now on the other side of this, talk to them, get mentored or get coached by them, and we'll take you to the promised land. Because I know, I know that <laughs> sitting in the darkness alone is really tough. Yeah. I really do know that. It is. You know, and, 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 and Amy can show you the light any day of the week because look, look what you've done. You're just amazing. <laughs> thank you. Oh, well, Sean, this has been such a wonderful conversation. Just thank you so much for being here today and sharing your thank story. Thank you. We should do it again anytime you want. Awesome. Well, such a great conversation. Be sure to check out strokehacker.com. Again, that's clickable link in the show notes. And just another big thank you to our sponsor, Integrated Brain Centers. Schedule your free consultation at integratedbraincenters.com. And just a reminder, you can find all of our previous podcast episodes on most streaming platforms, such as iTunes, or directly at basesoftbi.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zalmer. And also just another reminder to join Amy's TBI tribe on Facebook. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it for just $5 a month with a Patreon membership. That's patreon.com slash Amy Zellmer. Thank you all for listening, and thank you for being a part of my journey. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you in the next episode. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.